We want to thank God for the privilege of being in his house this morning. We thank God for each one that's come this way. Glad to have you in the, in the Lord's house. And we want to say especially we appreciate each visitor that we have. Glad to have you. We thank God you've come to be with us. And we thank God we're going to have a baptizing this morning. We're really looking forward to a baptizing. And I love baptizings. I love what they say and what they mean and, and why we have baptizing. And uh, so I appreciate everyone being here. I'd like to read a verse of scripture opening this morning from the last chapter of the book of Matthew. That's chapter 28 and uh, starting at verse 18. And these are Jesus' words. Jesus had already been crucified in the grave three days and three nights and resurrected then walked with his disciples about 40 days and he was getting ready to leave and he, he told the disciples and, and us as his church. He said this, Jesus came and spake unto them saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And so he didn't go into all the details here, but he just summed this up. After people trust Jesus as their Savior, after they become born again, uh, then it's uh, important to follow him in baptism. Baptism represents death, burial, and resurrection. Water baptism doesn't save anybody, but it's an outward picture of what God does inwardly when we trust Jesus. Let's all stand for just a moment. We have a word of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your great mercy, God, and your, your grace that you give us and you show us. And God, we thank you for what baptism is and represents. And God, we thank you that when we trust you as our Savior, we become baptized by the Holy Spirit in our soul. Thank you for the testimony of baptism by water. God, we thank you for each one that's here this morning. We pray for this service, and God, we ask your blessings. Lord, we need you this morning. And uh, Father, we just pray that we have a service that would touch people's hearts. We ask you for these things, and we praise you in Jesus' holy name, and amen. You may be seated, and we turn over to Taylor and the choir. Page 12.
appreciate that wonderful song. And uh, I'm going to uh, take just a minute and uh, read our church covenant. This is posted up here, and it's in our uh, many of our uh, associational minutes, and it's in our uh, booklet that tells what our, uh, uh, what our belief is. And uh, I want to just take just a minute and read it. Now, this is the agreement we enter into when we uh, get baptized and we join the Baptist church. And this first uh, paragraph talks about the same thing I was just talking about when I read from Matthew. It reads this way. Having been led, as we believe, by the Spirit of God to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior and on the profession of our faith, having been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, we do now in the presence of God, angels, and this assembly most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant with one another as one body in Christ. We engage, therefore, by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love, to strive for the advancement of the church in knowledge, holiness, and comfort, to promote its prosperity and spirituality, to sustain its worship, ordinances, disciplines, and doctrines, to contribute cheerfully and regularly to the support of the ministry, the expenses of the church, the relief of the poor, the spread of the gospel through all nations. We also engage to maintain family and secret devotions, to religiously educate our children, to seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances, to walk circumspectly in the world, to be just in our dealings, faithful in our engagements, exemplary in our deportment, to avoid all tattling, backbiting, and excessive anger, to abstain from the sale and use of destructive drugs, intoxicating drinks as a beverage, uh, to shun pornography, to be zealous in our efforts to advance the kingdom of our Savior. We further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love, to remember each other in prayer, to aid each other in sickness and distress, to cultivate Christian sympathy and feeling, courtesy and speech, to be slow to take offense but always ready for reconciliation and mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. We moreover engage it when we remove from this place, we will as soon as possible unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of God's word. And so uh, took a little bit of time, but I felt in my heart like I needed to read that. I probably should read it more often. Okay, so those that are going to get baptized, and I know... Uh, Sister Brittany's uh, one of them. Uh, I think Linda's going to go help her. Now, there are some others that are candidates for baptism, but I don't think they uh, are ready to do that this morning. But if you'd like to go with Linda, uh, Sister Brittany, uh, y'all can uh, go over this way and, and get ready. And I'll go over here and get ready, and we'll turn the service back over uh, to the choir, and we appreciate the choir and our choir leader. And uh, so just uh, pray as we get ready, and in just a few minutes we'll be in a baptistry. But now, as we go to do that, there's plenty of room up here in the front. If family and friends, if you'd like to come and sit on the front row to watch the baptism, if you could see it better, you're sure welcome to do that. That's just up to you, but if you feel like doing that, you're sure welcome and you can. And so, church, I really want you to pray this morning as we have the baptizing. And we turn back over to Brother Taylor. Go ahead and move to the side, page 34.
say once again how thankful I am for baptizing, for what it means. I appreciate the good singing. I appreciate our sister that trusted Jesus as the Savior of her soul. I appreciate God that gave his son to die on the cross and raise from the dead so that we could have salvation. And think about the picture that this represents. It represents death, burial, and resurrection. So pray as we baptize. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and upon profession of her faith in Him, we baptize this our sister in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. All right, praise the Lord. We'll turn back over to you.
page 76. Page 76.
And I thank the Lord for this and this morning. It just blessed my heart. And uh, if Sister Brittany would come over here and stand in the front with us and we'll sing another song. We'll let everybody stand. <clears throat> and now, uh, this is especially for family and friends and anybody then that's got on your heart. If you'd like to come around and uh, give this sister, Brittany, a hug and shake her hand and welcome her into the fellowship of this church. and uh, Or just say to her, we're proud of you, whatever you want to do. Please do that while we sing. Anybody come that wants to.
Savior alone. again thank God for the baptizing and uh, let's have an altar prayer here before we go much farther anybody's got unspoken requests can show up, up raise your hand now what would you have on your heart if you have a, a request you'd like to make known do that Certainly pray for her family. And sorry to hear about your sister passing. Someone else. Yes, let's do that. Right. Amen. Pray for both those. Sister Irene Neal, most of you know, she had a, a serious stroke sometime yesterday and uh, in the hospital right now. I really pray for her. Uh, and Brother Anthony. Uh, scheduled to have open heart surgery Tuesday morning down in Columbus. Really pray for him and uh, continue to pray for Brother Denny Hunter as he is trying to recover from the stroke that he had. And uh, any others? Let's pray for this service this morning that God's Holy Spirit would speak to people's hearts that are spiritually in need. Any others? Yeah. It seems like there are a lot of people that I know is having strokes and right. major issues. Right. There's one thing that you've got to make sure you take care of today if that's your choice. Uh, Amen. 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 Right. Right. Amen and amen. That's well said. Anyone else? on the 15th. Anyone else? If not, we'll just ask Brother Billy Ray to lead us in prayer.
Amen. Appreciate that prayer and uh, keep praying. Who'd feel like singing this morning? You have a song on your heart? You feel like singing? Just obey the Lord, mind the Lord this morning? Anyone? I don't know if you could, Linda, but I'd, I'd sure like if you could like to hear you sing that song this morning. I spent some time with God. Could you do that? Let's really pray. Uh, I hesitate to make requests, but that come on my mind pretty strong in my heart. And uh, so I want you to think about this and uh, ask yourself the question, have I really spent some time with God uh, spiritually? Is he spending time with me in my soul? So think about this. <clears throat> Help us go on. I spent some time with God down on my knees crying Lord please help me have mercy on me and in his love and darkness just a sinner was I traveling down the long highway sin was blinding my eyes 
when I came to a crossroad. I know not how or why my heart became unburdened and I began to cry in that time with God. Amen. I appreciate that song. Thankful for the time that I spent with the Lord. Anyone else have a song on your heart? Let's pray for Sean. Pray for him. When the melody's been written And the words have all been penned And you've heard the Spirit calling Through some old sacred hymn In the valley of decision Tell me, friend, what will you do? This life has many choices, eternity has two. This world and all its pleasures will soon be passed away. The final invitation could be going out today. You're standing at the crossroads And the Savior's calling you This life has many choices Eternity has two The straight and narrow way leads to life The broad way down below what would it profit to gain the world and lose your very soul? Tomorrow is uncertain. Our days on earth are few. 
This life has many choices. Eternity has two. Great song. I appreciate that. Anybody else? All right, if nobody else feels like saying, I'd like to draw your attention to the fifth chapter of the book of Romans. If you'd like to read with me, certainly feel free to do that. Romans chapter 5, and there's a number of spaces down through here we want to read, starting at verse 1. I'll give you just a moment to get turned to Romans. Again, Romans chapter 5, and starting at verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And what a statement that is. It sums up so much of the gospel in that one verse. Verse 2 says, By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And so I praise God that uh, uh, I have that now in my soul. And uh, I've talked to folks that uh, said very earnestly, I hope that I manage uh, to get things in good enough shape that when I die, I can go to heaven. And I, I sympathize with someone if they're feeling that way, uh, but I try to share, uh, I'm not worried about going to heaven, I'm going. And not because of any good thing that I've done, uh, not at all, because if it was uh, based on my goodness, I'd have to die and go to hell. But I'm going to heaven because uh, I spent some time with God at an altar of repentance, like Linda and, and the group sang about. I bowed my heart before heaven. I trusted Jesus. I got saved. And so uh, let me read that verse 2 again. By whom also we have access by faith and to this grace wherein we stand, and, and not, uh, not maybe stand, but we do stand, see, uh, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now let's drop down to uh, verse uh, 6. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure, for a good man, some would even dare to die, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Verse 12. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Now, I want to read just a little bit more, and then uh, um, we'll go on from there. Verse uh, 17 down here says, For if by one man's offense death entered, or excuse me, if, for if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so, and get this, even so by the righteousness of one, 
the free gift came unto all men unto justification of life. And so that's all I need to read, and that's what I want to use for a text, the free gift. And I praise God today that I've got the free gift. And we say this oftentimes, and I know you know this, uh, salvation's free uh, to everyone. Uh, but now, did it cost anything? It didn't cost us anything, but it cost Jesus Christ everything. He came from heaven. He uh, came from a, a place where he was at uh, before the world was. He came and he walked by the shores of Galilee and healed the sick and raised the dead and opened the blinded eyes. And, and uh, how was he appreciated for that? Well, they accused him. They uh, smote him. They beat him. Uh, did every manner of thing to him, uh, put a crown of thorns on his head, pierced him in the side, nailed him to the cross, and he died uh, after being so good to everybody. Uh, but it was in God's plan uh, before the world was that Jesus would die to bring salvation to us. And so uh, when uh, the writers are talking here about this, and therefore being justified by faith, how can that be? We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, well, I was unjust uh, when I was lost and in sin, uh, but when I uh, reached out and God brought me faith, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. So God brought me faith through the gospel. It was up to me how I was going to use it. Uh, I could uh, offer it back up to God. By faith, I could trust his son or I could turn him away. Uh, but when I, by faith, when I trusted Jesus, I, I became justified. How can that happen? When I was washed in the blood of the Lamb, uh, there's nothing unjust in my soul. I, I'm saved. I, I'm clean. I, I'm holy. Oh, preacher, you say you're saved and you're clean and you're holy. Aren't you boasting uh, in yourself too much? I'm not boasting in myself any. <clears throat> uh, it's not in this flesh that I'm clean. It's not in this flesh that I'm holy. It's not in this flesh that I'm justified. This thing you look at, uh, it's going back to dust from whence it came. But what I got, when I got saved, when I, I had that spiritual baptism I was talking about earlier, I, I became clean, I, I became whole, I became justified. I'm saved by the grace of God. I'm on my way to heaven. I, I'm telling you what, uh, talk about a, a good gift. Uh, that's the best gift anybody could have. And if you don't have that, you're missing out uh, on the best in this life as well as eternity. When I was just a, a lost boy, I got saved when I was 12 years old. But even as a 12-year-old, uh, when I would think about coming to the altar and getting saved, Satan would say, oh, no, think about these things that you might want to do. Think about these things that some of your uh, older friends have told you that they've done. You know, the church wouldn't approve of that. You better wait till you can experience all the things of life and wait till you get old and then get saved and go to heaven. But I want to tell you something. We don't have the promise of tomorrow. We don't have the promise of the next minute. But I found out something after I finally uh, trusted God and I reached out by faith and I trusted Jesus and I got saved. I found out something uh, the devil was lying about. Uh, he told me if I'd get saved and join the church, uh, he told me I was going to miss out on the best part of life. I got the best part of life. I wouldn't trade what I have in Christ Jesus right now for all the things that the world's got, Brother Bob. I wouldn't trade it for everything that the world experiences, what I experienced in the Lord, what I've even experienced, Bill Ray, already this morning, uh, coming in, hearing the choir sing, and having that good, sweet baptismal service. Uh, well, I could uh, feel the Lord uh, when we, even when we got in the water uh, and when I lifted my hand uh, to say the baptismal words. Uh, when we baptized, Sister Brittany, I could feel the Lord. I'd rather have 
about that than what the world's got. I'm saying uh, sometimes, uh, you know, life throws a lot of things at you. Uh, sometimes uh, life gets troublesome. Sometimes I get down in the valley. Sometimes I get worried. Sometimes I fret about things. But then if I'll just humble my heart and call on heaven and wait on the Lord, uh, when, I, when I feel heaven move, it takes all that away. And I feel good way down in my soul. I'm telling you what, today you can have that. Well, I'm glad I'm here and I'm glad I'm saved this morning. I don't know why I feel like telling this on myself. I wasn't going to tell it, but I feel like telling it might mean something to somebody. Uh, I got a scripture on my heart. I studied it all week long and worried about it and studied even even studied it a little bit late last night. Got up this morning, studied it a little bit. I had some places marked in the scripture, and I, I kind of worried about it, and I thought, well, uh, well, I hope that I can get where I need to to preach that. When it got just about time to preach it, it just faded away. God just took it out of my mind and heart. He said, I got something else for you. Now, you know, why does that happen, preacher? Well, I have one idea. I, I suspect that sometimes uh, that God does that just to remind me who's in charge. I don't just figure me out a message and, and look it up and, and study on it and say, well, I'm going to do that because of this or that. Uh, I just don't have the big picture. Uh, I don't know what people's needs are except when the Lord moves. Uh, when God will come by, then if we'll follow the Lord, everything's fine. And, and I'm going to tell you that this morning. Well, let me get to some of the rest of these scriptures here. Boy, there's some richness down here. If you're not saved this morning, you need to get saved. Uh, going to church and being good and uh, taking care of things and being a good moral person and a good neighbor won't take you to heaven. Jesus told Nicodemus, and that's in chapter 3 in the book of John, I quote this a lot, in John 3 and 3, he told Nicodemus, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. I, I suspect that Nicodemus was a real fine fellow. I suspect he was. Uh, but until he got saved, he wasn't going to heaven. It takes being born again to go to heaven. And so when uh, the Bible said here, down here in verse 8, we'd read this before, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us much more than now being justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. And so God reaches out with grace and he knocks at the heart. Uh, over one of the verses said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice and open unto me, I'll come in and sup with him and him with me. I remember when I got saved. I remember when God blessed me to trust him by faith and opened up the door and Jesus come in. I spent some time with God down on my knees. I'm telling you, sometimes I'm like the brother said back there a while ago talking about the news. Sometimes I get sick of the news. I'm interested in what's going on, but sometimes it weighs me down so much I just quit listening to it for a while. Sometimes the things of life seem so incredible. Things going on in the world now, uh, 20 or 30 years ago, I wouldn't have dreamed would have come on. So people doing things now that uh, seem like a few years ago they'd probably been put in jail for now. Now they've been put up on a pedestal. Uh, but I'm telling you what, God's not changed. And regardless of what the world's doing, uh, that uh, peace of God that I've got in my soul that the writer was talking about there, that joy and peace that's in there I've got by the grace of God, it's bigger than all the troubles of the world. And I'll tell you something else. I'm glad I've got God to go with me through life. I wouldn't want to try to make it a day without him. 
And, I, and so, like I said, I've already got the best part of life. What I've got in my soul in Christ Jesus, the experiences that I'm having as I live are more precious than all the natural things of the world. So I praise God for that. Then beyond that, when life is over, and folks, it's going to be over after a while. And it might not be a long after a while. We don't know how long we've got in this country. But Sean, I know when it's over, I know where I'm going. I'm headed to a better country. No more worries, no more problems, no more disappointments, uh, no more valleys, no valleys over there. If you'd like to have that, you can have that. Now, uh, two thoughts in this simple message. If you're not saved, you need to get saved. And if you are saved, you need to live for the Lord and experience uh, the goodness that God's got for you. And he come on down through here. Let me uh, sum this up again. Verse 17, for if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Adam sinned in the beginning, and sin came into the world. And, uh, sin's been here ever since. But there was another man that came that had no sin, and his name was Jesus. And he walked uh, the shores of Galilee. Praise God, he finally he went to the cross when it was exactly the right time. And he got up from dead at the right time. And he's alive and entering back into heaven at the right time. Because of him, we can reign with him in Christ. We can reign. Listen how it said that. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace. I've got abundance of grace. Somebody said, well, all the people that need to get saved, is there enough grace to take care of that? I'm telling you what, uh, there's just as much grace now as there was in the beginning. I I've shared this before. I feel like I need to share it again. It makes a point. A friend of mine one time, uh, he said, Preacher, he said, I know you preach about the blood of Jesus. And I said, yes, that's my, probably my favorite thing to preach about, the cleansing power of Jesus' blood that was shed at Calvary. And he would looked it up, and I don't remember, but he told me how many uh, drops of blood are in the average person's body. And he said, if you add all that up, so that sounds like a lot. But said, when you start talking about the millions of people that have lived down through time, he said, there's not, there's not one half of a drop of blood that everybody could have half of a drop. He said, so, he said, I don't get your point. He said, don't make sense. I said, I've got good news for you. I didn't have to get half a drop. I got all of it. What do you mean? He said, how could you get all of it? I said, because the blood of Christ doesn't run out. I got all the blood. Every bit, every drop was shed was shed for me. Well, what about the rest of the folks? Every drop of the blood that Jesus shed was shed for you too. It doesn't run out. It's like that old song. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. Praise God. Uh, one time as a sinner, I was plunged uh, uh, in the blood. I was washed and made white in the blood of the Lamb. The blood doesn't run out. It's eternal in the grace of God. So that's probably enough preaching. I'm telling you what, I'm glad of what I feel in my soul. Get you a song ready if you would. Think about this today. And so it goes on down through here. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. If you want to have salvation, you can. If you want to be made righteous, you can. Uh, good deeds, good intentions, that won't get it. The heritage that you've got, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't claim salvation because mom and daddy were church folks. I couldn't claim salvation because grandma and grandpa were church folks. And I've shared this plenty of times. You know our story. I was raised in church. That didn't get me in. My wife, Linda, she wasn't raised in church. 
She didn't, she didn't get to go to church when she was just a child. But God had a way to reach her too. Some folks invited her to church and, and she came and God spoke to her heart. And she trusted Jesus just as I had done when I was 12 years old. She got saved just as I did. So you can get saved if you trust Jesus. Everybody stand if you will. If you'd like to have Jesus today, come and seek him. Listen, you don't have to have special words. You don't have to know how to pray a special prayer. If you're here today and God's speaking to your heart, we'd like to invite you to come and let's kneel at an altar together and you just talk to God out of your heart and we'll pray for you and with you and you can talk to God and God's able to save your soul. And you know what? He's not only able to save your soul, he wants to save your soul. So sing when you get ready. Somebody needs to come. And if that somebody's you, please obey the Lord. If that somebody's you, please obey the Lord. Please come right now, right here. Please come right now, right here. Let God have his way. Oh, God's so good. God cares about us so much. That's why Jesus was able to come and die. All that love of God. Just come and meet me here oh, now. We'll walk the altar together. Pray about this. We're not here to judge you. To We're not here to put you on the spot. We're not here to ask you questions about your life or about your sins. God already knows. None of my concern. God loves you. We love you. Would you just come? Maybe somebody just needs to come and renew up, repent. Get back in fellowship with God. If you're here and you've been saved already, but you just haven't been serving God, is that possible? Oh, yeah. I've been there and done that. That's, that's possible. I've been there. After I got saved, there was a space of time that I turned my back on God, didn't serve Him. But I wasn't happy. I didn't feel the joy that I needed to feel. I didn't have the peace that I ought to have. And so, when I was in church and the Spirit of God moved, I felt like God was allowing me and inviting me to come home. I came to the altar and prayed, God forgive me, and I felt that joy come rushing back in. I was still saved, but I was just out of fellowship. If you're saved and out of fellowship, you just can't feel the joy that you ought to. You just can't feel all the blessings of God that you need to. Come and get in this morning. Please come. Please come this morning. Amen. Amen. Washed in the blood of the great I am. Amen. Yeah. Of the precious lamb. Praise God. Praise God. Would you just come? Why not? Come on. Come on.
bowed and eyes closed for just a moment. Then we'll turn back over to the youth choir in a minute. But with heads bowed and eyes closed, as the piano plays softly, not using this to put you on the spot or not trying to trick you or high pressure you. But sometimes I think when we just bow our head and close our eyes, we realize that nobody's really looking at us. God knows our heart already. Sometimes I think it makes it just feel a little more personal to us. Let me speak to you that are lost first. If you're here today and you've never been born again and you haven't come to the altar to get saved or maybe you've come and didn't get satisfied, whatever the case, if you're here and you're not saved and you'd like to get saved, would you just be honest enough and open enough to just raise your hand briefly saying, yeah, that's me, I need to get saved, I want to get saved. Would anybody here just raise your hand saying, I want, I want to get saved, I need to get saved. I don't see a hand raised on that. Of course, I'm just looking back this way. I'm not looking behind me. Let me ask one more time. If you're here and you haven't been saved and you realize I want to get saved, would you just quickly raise your hand up and put it right back down? I won't point you out or come to you. Boy, I appreciate that hand. Thank you for that hand. That touched my heart, I'm telling you. That touched my heart deeply. Would there be one more? Quickly. Okay, let me change to the saved person now. If you've got a time in your life where you really feel like God saved your soul, but somehow along the way, you've just quit serving him and quit following him, quit uh, walking with him, and you'd like to get back in. You know you need to get back in. Would you just raise your hand, say by that, pray for me. I need to get back on track. I need to get back in fellowship. Would you just raise your hand quickly? Just put it quickly up and down. Just take a moment to just acknowledge that. Well, let me say it this way, and then pretty soon we'll get back to the singing. Maybe I didn't explain your situation quite right. Maybe I didn't explain it well. But if you know that you're not where that you need to be with God and your relationship's not what it should be with God, and you need the prayers of God's people, would you just raise your hand? Anybody? Well, I appreciate that hand. Would there be another one? I appreciate that hand. Would there be another one? Anyone? Okay, open your eyes and raise your heads. And, and in just a minute, we're going to have them sing another song. But let me, let me urge you, and let me, let me say this before they sing. If you're here today, and God's gotten your attention, and there's a spiritual need in your life, and you can feel that, please come and let's pray about that. If you're lost, you can get saved this morning. If God's speaking to you and you'll obey the Lord, you can be a new person. You can be a brand new creature in Christ Jesus on your way to heaven instead of hell. And if whatever your case is, if God is speaking to you this morning, I beg you to come and let's pray about it. Sing when you're ready. Would you come? Come right now and let's pray. I'm going to walk back here, maybe, maybe make it a little easier. That I have I'd be honored and proud to walk up the aisle with you. Sinful world Wherever you're at in the house. Would you come right now and let's pray? Please come. Please obey the Lord. Let God have his way. Whatever you need is. I, I can tell there's some need here today. I, I can't read your mind. And I, I can't see your heart. I can't tell. But in my own heart, I've got a burden this morning. Would you please come? You know what? If you'll obey the Lord this morning, it'll not only help you, it'll help somebody else. That's the way it works. We have an impact on each other. 
When my friends, when I was a lost boy and my friends got saved, it caused me to realize I wanted to get saved. And when I was a transgressor, when I was out of fellowship with God after I got saved, I couldn't help my friends. But when I come and repented, then I got back where I could help them again. And boy, I'll tell you, that felt a lot better. Would you just come today? Please come. Please come. Now Please only open one thing will matter when my time shall come to You die. don't have to make a speech. The treasures of this Try to twist your arm and get you to join the church. If you get saved, we'd like for you to, but that's up to you. But the joy no pressure from me. If God speaks in your heart, would you please come? For he took away destiny. One step. That first step was hard for me. Precious I just want to thank everybody in this church for welcoming me. Amen. And that's it. Okay, well, what, what happened? What did you just get right there? I really felt the Lord, and he spoke to me to come up here, and yeah. he helped me. Amen. Did you get saved this morning? I did. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, that, I'm telling you what, isn't that wonderful? I thank God for that. And uh, uh, I'll tell you what, let's sing another song. And there's some more people that needs to come to Alder. Uh, I feel like that. I feel like there's some more could get saved. And I'm proud of you this morning. Uh, and uh, uh, I believe there's some more needs to come to Alder and get saved. I believe some needs to come to Redirect But I expect there's some that needs to join this church. Uh, if you're here and you're saved by God's grace, and uh, it's not our goal just to get a big number. That's not, the, that's not the goal. But we want everybody to come that God wants to come. And we need everybody to come that God wants to come. And, and if God's putting on your heart to join this church, we need each other. And so there's some here that I've really had a burden for that you need to join this church. So while we sing this song, uh, if you feel like coming to pray 
or join the church or whatever you need to do. And, and if you want to shake hands with this young man while we sing song, I do that too. There's room here for everything. So mind the Lord while they sing. You want to join the church to get baptized? Yeah. Okay. Obey the Lord. time we need to transfer our membership amen love to be a member of this church amen praise the lord buddy thank you and uh could i hear a move we receive them under the watch care opinion letter okay right gonna move a second everybody raise your hand for doing that amen and we thank the lord for you and while you uh coming around still shaking hands you just shake hands with this brother too appreciate it somebody else got something you want to say before that we do that okay you can come stand with him if you want to that'd be good That'd be good. All right. Amen. I appreciate this. This is a great move and bless my heart too. Okay. Somebody else needs to move while we sing this song. Come around and shake hands. If you need to move, you do that. Please do that.
said he wanted to join the church to get baptized. Can I hear a move we receive him as candidate for baptism? All right. Right to move in a second. Everybody raise your hand. Amen. Thank the Lord for this family. Anybody else got something on your heart to say or do? Follow the Lord. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you, folks. All right. Thank the Lord. Boy, God sure is good. All right. Anything else before we have our announcements? If not, be just be seated for a minute. It won't take long. We'll have the announcements. You want? Um. Our tent meeting is going to start a week from today, um, so that's exciting. Um, and tent meeting is for ages 6th grade and up. 
So this serves as like their Bible school, basically, for the year. Um, but next Sunday night, after our evening service, we are going to meet over at Gary and Erica's house. That's where the party's going to be. And we're going to be over there until 10 o'clock. Um, you will need to bring a chair to sit around the fire. And also, we're going to be roasting hot dogs. So um, bring something to go along with that, which could be chips, cookies, whatever you could think of, and a drink to share with your friends as well. So that's what you'll need for Sunday. And again, that'll be after our evening service until 10. And then on Monday and Tuesday, well, and Wednesday, we're going to meet at 6 here at the church. We're going to have dinner together, and we're going to hang out until 10 o'clock. Um, on Tuesday, you're going to need a change of clothes because we have lots in a lots of fun and exciting things to do and and we need max participation so everybody needs to bring a change of clothes and then on wednesday um, you need to come in your church clothes because we're going to be um, having service at seven and then we'll hang out afterwards um, thursday we have the day off and then friday um, we're going to meet here at 10 30 if you plan on riding the bus, um, we're going to be meeting at 1030, so it's a little bit um, earlier than, than past years, and we plan to leave then around 11, and we'll be at camp um, all weekend, and then we'll come back um, Sunday. So that was a lot of information, but that's kind of the rundown of next week. If you have any questions, ask me. That'll probably be on the one call, and we'll announce it again next Sunday. And then also, I'll be taking um, everybody's T-shirt Monday t-shirt money today and next Sunday as well. On Saturday, June 10th, uh, 2023, from 1 to 5, Noah uh, Engberg is having a uh, graduation party, and that's at Herman Woodlands Park. I don't know if everyone's gotten these or not, Brittany, the directories. I think, do you still have some directories left to get? Yeah, we still have some directories left to get. So if you still need your directory, uh, get a hold of uh, Brittany Hendrickson. She has some of those. My fault. Uh, they're having ladies club on June 5th at 6 p.m. at the church. <laughs> if my memory is correct, that's tomorrow, right? Yep, so, so tomorrow at 6 p.m. at the church. Uh, so for church camp, we are needing Pepsi products, water, and Gatorade. Uh, they do not allow us to have Coke products there. So if you're uh, able to and willing, please uh, bring some. And they are uh, collecting those underneath the coat racks out there in the foyer. You've probably seen some of those sitting out there. Uh, and then uh, we're having VBS on July 10th through the 14th here at the church from 6 to 8.30. July 10th through the 14th, 6 to 8.30. Uh, all ages are welcome. I know they have a bunch of details about that. And then uh, that Wednesday that Cassandra was talking about, we're having service. We've invited a lot of other churches to come join us to be in service with us. We've invited them all week to tent meeting, but um, we've invited uh, Samaria and Lafayette and Lighthouse and Athens and several of our sister churches. So uh, we're kind of advertising that as kind of like a youth service. Uh, so I'd ask you to be much in prayer. That's all angels are welcome. Uh, we just call it that, but all ages are welcome to come to that service. And uh, if you can't be with us, please, please pray for our service, our week, and our church camp.
Anything else before we come to close? If not, we'll ask all to see stand. As we bow our heads in reverence and prayer, we'll ask Brother Jay to pray dismissal.